Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time as we are talking week seven in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. And joining me today is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am doing fantastic. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Good to have Billy with us. Uh, and rounding up the trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. It's uh, great to have you guys on. Uh, we are about to start our week seven pod. Full disclosure on this, I'm fighting a little something, uh, a little virus or something. So if I have uh, inadvertently cough or I just genuinely sound like shit, this uh, podcast, uh, blame it on the cold, please, everybody. Uh, don't don't blame it on on me. Uh, I've heard there's a virus going around. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's not that one. It's not that one, though. I, I tested myself. Oh, so it's a different one. Okay. No, no, it's not the big one. I definitely was like, okay, this has been going on for a while. I, let me let me bust out the old uh, the, the old drugstore test kit, and I did it twice to make sure it, it was, uh, you know, I wasn't getting any falsies or anything. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was uh, just. Just regular, regular nonsense. Anyway, uh, so we had kind of a lackluster week five and six, which we blamed on us not being able to get together for this podcast. And we were together for week six, or sorry, we had a lackluster week five and four, I should say. Uh, week six, collectively, 11 and four. 11 and four, gentlemen. Yeah, excellent. Including a little five and a week from Billy, who, uh, hey, there it is. Yeah, who just oh. had some... Some insane picks. Although yeah. I love, I love, I love Pittsburgh. You had Pittsburgh at the plus nine and a half, and they outright won the game. You guys, it was it was absolutely insane. Uh, yeah. So here we are. We're gonna we're gonna try to keep the momentum rolling. Uh, full disclosure: we're recording this during Saints Cardinals at present time uh, that we were watching. Cardinals just tied it with a two point conversion with a couple minutes left. Uh, I had one bet on this game, and it was. Uh, Jason Hill, anytime touchdown, which has already cashed. So I have no reason to watch this football game the rest of the way. Uh, so we are going to uh, move right along into week seven. All right, first game for week number eight, we have the Indianapolis Colts heading into Tennessee to take on the Titans. This is uh, not the sexiest of divisional matchups. The Indianapolis Colts currently 30th in DVOA, Tennessee 19th. So this isn't a great matchup. Uh, this, this, it, I don't have a great, like I just, I, I can't. I have no conviction on this game. This isn't a game I feel strongly about. Uh, water gun to my head, though. I think I'm just going to go with. Why don't you just go back on the old adage of taking the short home favorite and uh, lay the two and a half with the Tennessee Titans? But this is not even going to be close to be uh, one of my fatal five. Billy, what do you say about this one? Yeah, I'm on the same there. I think it's the Titans. I think you're getting a few extra points here because I think they are better than the Colts. But both of these teams are capable of playing some pretty bad football, so you don't know what you're going to expect. I'm going to say Titans, but I'm not loving it. Both teams are pretty good. Both teams are pretty mediocre against the spread. Uh, three and three for the Colts, and then three and two for Tennessee. Tennessee is coming off a bye in this game. We're both on the Titans. Craig, do you have a case for the Colts at all? Yeah. I uh, okay. I just think the Colts are a better team, aren't they? Like, and 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 the the offense looked like they figured some things out last week. Um, obviously that was 
it was it was a, a long time coming. It looked like some figured, figured some things out against Jacksonville last week. I, I I know the Colts have been banged up, but they're supposed to get a little healthier. I think it's the Colts for me, but it's not right. my five either. I don't like this game a lot either way. No, it's water gun to my head. I think I, I would go with the, the short home favorite and, and not really think about it. But again, this is not a game I'm probably going to have a lot of money on. Uh, next up, the New York Giants, the 5-1 and one New York Giants, inexplicable, and DVOA has them ranked as one of the weakest 5-1 and one teams of all time. It has to be. Uh, they're 18th in DVOA. Jacksonville, 8th. Uh, Jacksonville kind of biffed one against the Colts. We were all kind of on Jacksonville. Craig and I had them in our five. Those were one of the four that we met, like us collectively having Jacksonville were two of the four that we missed. Uh, I think I'm going to get right back on the horse with Jacksonville here. Jacksonville's laying three at home against the Giants. DVOA is looking at this as Jacksonville is uh, like they're they're eighth in, in in DVOA. So so they're they're saying that, that Jacksonville is a little bit better than their two and four record is is going to say, and the Giants being eight and being eighteenth is letting you know that. DVOA thinks they're fraudulent, a little bit lucky. I don't think they've won any of their games by more than a score, which is, you know, suggests luck, a bit of luck regression. I might be going back to the well with Jacksonville as one of my five here as the getting the three-point home bump lay in the three. Craig, what do you say about this one? Uh, yeah, I think Jacksonville is, is the pick for me. Again, not one of my five, but Jacksonville's the pick for me. They're better than the Giants, aren't they? Like, it's not very clear at this point. Like, the Giants, I know they're five and one, but if you look at their games, just some weird stuff has happened in several of them. Uh, the Giants are very much fraudulent, so maybe it changes this week, uh, and, and Jacksonville gets the win. Yeah, you just got to be careful because Dayball is Dayball looks like he's doing some good stuff. I will say that, and the Giants just seem to have that horseshoe rammed uh, firmly up their anus. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if it it remains there. Uh, Billy, uh, we're both on Jacksonville. Uh, what say you on this one? You know what I, I think? I think I like the Giants here. I think that this defense should be able to get some turnaways with Jackson. Jacksonville struggled with a, you know, they've had some, a couple bad games. Uh, Lawrence has. I think they might turn the ball over a few too much here. I, I, I want to go with the Giants on this one. Uh, next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head into Carolina to take on the Panthers. Divisional matchup. Panthers did not get anything from that uh, home bump. That was the other game that we got wrong. Craig and I were both on Carolina plus the 10 last week. Um, they were given ever opportunity to Which, cover that game. If you had told me that there was going to be a pick six for the Panthers in that game, I'd have felt real good about that plus 10. Yeah, that their offense was just so abysmal. But here's the thing. Do you get back on the horse again? Because the Buccaneers are laying 11 on the road, and the Buccaneers just scored 12 points at home against Pittsburgh last week. So is this is this a Vegas trap here, uh, trying to sucker people like myself into taking the Panthers here with the high, high line? This opened up at 10 and got bet to 10.5, and, and now it's 11. So obviously some money's come in on the Bucs. So... I'm not sure. So I guess the Sharps came in on the box at the at the minus ten, but now it's at eleven. Is there going to be a little bit of buyback? I don't know. I don't know. Like the Panthers are a effing mess right now, but I'm staring at a Bucks team that really can't get anything going, and they're laying eleven on the road in a divisional game. Uh, man, I is this? I think I'm just going to hold my nose and go back 
and take the plus 11 one more time with the with the Carolina Panthers, but I don't feel great about it. Craig, what about you, who also got burned by the Panthers last week? I I, I think I got to take Tampa Bay. Okay. Like I know I know they've looked bad, but isn't this a get right game for them? Like <sighs> we would have thought that against you know, Pittsburgh at right? home last week with everybody else. Well, no, they Pittsburgh. were in Pittsburgh. But, Sorry, yeah, you're yeah, right. They, they were in but um, they're on the road again here. I'm not, I don't know if that does much for you. But um, I, I just – like Carolina just had all those points against the Rams and didn't – they got a pick six in the game and still couldn't cover the spread. Like, that's brutal. That's, that's tough. Like it just what is, what is this offense going to be able to be capable of to get you enough points for this to be a cover? That's that's and hey maybe Tampa Bay doesn't score many and that's how you cover and it's kind of a slop game it's possible this is not going to be one of my five but I'm I I would want the Buccaneers I just Carolina is too bad they're too bad they are pretty brutal uh, I'm doing a hold my nose and taking the Panthers Craig's taking the Bucks Billy tiebreaker yeah I'm I'm on the Panthers here Tampa Bay just has not done enough to earn eleven points on the road um. I think week one, I would have been all over Tampa Bay here. I would have had more faith in Carolina, though, I guess. Uh, but I think that Tampa Bay has not been playing like they could be, and there's no reason to just turn it around now. Not after you're right. They played Pittsburgh last week. They still couldn't get it done against what I thought was the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, it's got to be Carolina. It's too many points. If this keeps going this like this for the Bucks, Tom Brady might just go <laughs> like week 10 or 11. He might just be like, you know what? I'm going. Man trade. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know about the man of trade. I think you would just be like, I'm going home. This is brutal. Uh, speaking of going... If he was going to do that, he would have saved his marriage. So... <laughs> yeah, I think he's in it for the long haul here. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, next up, speaking of quarterbacks that might be going home, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers heading to Washington to take on the Commanders. Uh, commanders will be without Carson Wentz, but uh, boy, that doesn't seem like a bad thing is, is what I'll say. So uh, Commander's got the super rest in this one. The Packers just lost to the Jets at home, who the Jets are, are, are sneaky good. I This is a hold your nose and take the Washington Commanders. I know they suck, but the Packers haven't got anything going, and, and, and I don't suspect that they will i think this might be one of my five uh but uh, yeah this line opened up at washington uh plus five and a half and the sharps hammered it down to uh minus four and a half so we lost a point so sharp money came in on on the washington commanders in this spot i'm on the commanders as well they're going to be one of my five billy what do you think there are few things i like more than the pack losing um, <laughs> but think they're a better team than Washington and and maybe that's giving them too much name brand recognition here uh, because they have not played well you're right they just lost to the Jets at home but I still think I got to take the Packers here I think they'll be able to get it done this week they haven't this year um, but I think they'll get it done this week and win by a healthy spread here Uh, all right I'm on commanders Uh, Billy's on the Packers Craig tiebreaker I'm leaning commanders, but I, I don't love this game on the other side. I think Green Bay is going to win this game. I, I just think that they they just go into this week and say, hey, we're going to run the ball, and they're going to be able to do it well, 
and they're going to be fine. That's that's what I think winds up happening in this game. But um, I don't trust the Packers to make them one of my five. All right. Uh, next up, a game that should be rather... Oh, by the way, before yeah. we move on, I do have one more comment about that game. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is involved. Scott Hansen, do not show that game. Oh, Wow. Wow, over five Bengals. Like, like, at least yeah. Buccaneers, Panthers has like the, hey, what sort of train wreck is Carolina going to be involved in? I know the Bucks' offense look bad, but like, I don't, I don't need to watch Taylor Heineke against this version of the Packer offense. Fair. Yeah. Col- Colts, Titans, I would have thought would have been the, uh, would have would have been the uh, the Scott Hansen, but at you least, know what? At, at least there, Eric Henry, you know, like that's yeah. But you know what? Yeah, I. I you are the you are the the wielder of the Scott Hansen game, and and I'm I'm not questioning you on on this one because yeah, this this version of the Packers offense they haven't been fun to watch all year. Um, it's it's oh it's been terrible. It's yeah, it's been very bad. Uh, next up, I'm interested to get your opinion on this next game here, gentlemen, because let me set the table for you. It's my Detroit Lions coming off a bye week, going into Dallas to take on the Cowboys, who just lost a prime time game, so they got a kind of sort of short week. They just lost to their division rivals, the Eagles, on Sunday Night Football. They're getting Dak Prescott back. We're staring at things like the Lions have had two weeks to prepare for this game. They're getting Swift back. They're getting Amon Ross St. Brown back. The Cowboys are getting Prescott back, but is he going to be rusty as a quarterback? Are they rushing him back a little bit too early with the thumb injury? Is he coming back a little bit earlier than, than, than maybe he needs to because he's worried about this Cooper Rush thing, uh, which is – Totally, a totally asinine uh, narrative, by the way. But you know, you, you still don't want to be losing your job to Cooper Rush. And is he coming back a little? We saw it with Russell Wilson last year, where he came back a little bit early with the thumb injury, and they lost a couple of weird games when he was with Seattle. That's it's 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 a high-powered Detroit Lions offense, or so we thought, coming off of shutout for God's sake, uh, who are getting seven points. But also, this Cowboys defense is for real. Uh, they they are quite quite good in in just so good defensively with Micah Parsons and whatnot. Uh, and the Lions hot garbage on defense. They got I think uh, the worst rated defense by DVOA. Let me uh, go ahead and find that. Yep, worst defense in DVOA belongs to the Detroit Lions. Ugh, so bad. And they're laying, and they're getting seven. Cowboys are laying seven. Craig, what is your opinion on this game? I I, I, I kind of want Detroit. Interesting. With the seven, I think I, I think I think the 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 Lions' offense. Like I know the Cowboys' defense is very good, and I and I would not uh, I would not dispute that. I think the Lions' offense will do enough here. Like you said, there could be some rust factor going on for for uh, the <coughs> Prescott for for. for Dak Prescott, Cowboys. So I, I don't. Um, I just think that we might be able to see an okay version of the Detroit offense this week. That it looks better than the one we saw in New England. Put it that way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I know that it seems silly, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cowboys here. I the 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 Lions here rather to at least keep the game close. I will hypothesize this though: if the Lions manage to win this game, can you imagine? Can you imagine? the takes that are going to exist on Dallas sports radio over the next week. 
if the that, Lions win this game? It's, I'm hoping to manifest that universe, quite frankly. I get so little as, as a Detroit Lions fan. If, if the Lions could pull an upset here and Dak looks kind of bad and rusty, I would like to watch that on Monday. I would like to hear some of that on Monday and Tuesday morning. Uh, I would love to, to, to just soak in the hot takes. <laughs> but uh, sa- sadly, I... Oh, I, I, they would I, be steaming. Yeah. Steaming hot, those takes. <laughs> yeah, in fuego, if you will. But, uh, yeah. Um, Craig's on Detroit. Billy, what do, you, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I, I think I'm on Detroit here as well. I, I had a good amount of faith in Detroit. The defense has been bad, but I don't think that Dak coming back, making the adjustments, I don't think they'll be able to capitalize as much on a weak defense. And I think Detroit, I think the offense is not bad. They're getting their weapons back, and I'm on St. Brown. He's... He's been impressive to watch. So I think they're going to be able to put some points on the board, and I think Dallas will be slow to shake off the cobwebs, specifically Prescott. Uh, so I'm taking the points here. I, I Has there been any movement on this line? Like, I, I wonder if this might push a little bit. Dallas usually gets a little bit of money as we get close to Sunday. Maybe. Yeah, I could see it maybe getting the hook, but it, it's, it, it opened at 7. It, it stayed pretty pretty steady so far. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm taking Detroit, but I – I'll tell you, if it gets to seven point five, I'd be all over that. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Um, next up, the Atlanta Falcons, the six and zero Atlanta Falcons. This is an Atlanta Falcons podcast. Six zero against the spread. Sorry, I should, I should say that. I forgot to add that little caveat. They are not undefeated on the season. The undefeated against the spread, though, which is all we care about on this podcast. So, yeah, in our minds, the, the Atlanta Falcons are the best team in football. Uh, they're heading into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are minus six and a half, uh, and they're four and two against the spread as well. So, what a great spread matchup! Uh, a combined ten and two against the spread. These two teams are DVOA wise, Atlanta thirteen, Cincinnati twelve. So, this is a football game, you guys. Now, eventually, the Atlanta Falcons are not going to go 17-0 against the spread. God, that would be great. But they're not going to go 17-0 against the spread. But, my God, if they could. And I'm just I'm staring at two teams that are pretty evenly matched in DVOA. This game should probably be the Bengals minus three. It's not. It's the Bengals nearly laying a full touchdown. Give me the Falcons. I'm getting back on that Falcons trade for for at least one more week, you guys. I I, I don't I don't see how, how you cannot. Eventually, this will come crashing back down to earth. But I think these two teams are very evenly matched. DVOA is agreeing with me, so I don't know where this six and a half is coming from. Uh, Craig, what say you? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I want the Falcons too. The six and a half does seem weird. Uh, the Bengals' offense, though, they. Looked a lot better last week against the banged up Saints defense, to be sure. But sure the Bengals' did. offense looked uh, looked like they were they were back to what we expect out of them. Um, we'll see what the like the Falcons' defense. I think is the is the smoke and mirrors part of this, and DVOA would tell us that uh, yeah, the defense is 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 not they're thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, I've 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 been thirtieth. Well, maybe I'm looking. Either way, yeah. Oh yeah, I am. Bottom five. By the way, or whatever. not good. Yeah, not good. So it is definitely a smoke and mirror situation. Um, and I, uh, I look at this and think to myself, eventually the the, the defense is going to have that really rough time. And couldn't you just see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase being the ones to provide the rough time? I think I think they could. The problem is in the Joe Burrow Jamar Chase 
uh, era, the only team they've ever beaten by more than a touchdown, it seems like, is Baltimore from time to time. <laughs> Other than that, they tend to yeah. win all, everything by, like, one score. So um, I kind of like getting the six and a half. Uh, this might be one of my five, but I could see I could see it being one of my five at the end of the podcast, and then Sunday morning me going online and being like, "Yeah, no, let's take Atlanta out of there." <laughs> Something else, like I did with New Orleans last week. But uh, yeah, I'm, okay. So I'm on the Falcons. Craig, you sound like you're on the Bengals. Uh, Billy, tiebreaker. You know what? I, I do think six point five is high based on what we've seen from Cincinnati, but I do also think that they have got progressively better um and atlanta's defense is soft um and and yes the saints defense isn't great and they were missing Lattimore, but i still think that they were able to they looked far better last week than they had any other week this this season so i i think i want to go towards cincinnati here and say that they've got it figured out they've got the rhythm going uh and they're going to be able to score you know 35 points on atlanta i don't think atlanta's going to be able to keep up with that so i'll take the Bengals here Okay. Uh, last game of the one o'clock slate: the Cleveland Browns head into Baltimore to take on the Ravens, and we got the same line, gentlemen. It is Ravens laying six and a half against Cleveland. This one's tough for me. I mean, Baltimore, Baltimore's third in TVOA, Cleveland's twenty-first. So this seems like, like at, at first glance, you would think this line shouldn't be this high, right? And Baltimore can't. Hang on to like they they man they keep blowing leads they just whatever what happened against the Giants last week that was that was brutal they did not cover the five and a half that they laid last week and then outright lost the game still trying to figure out how that happened Cleveland Browns kind of don't have that magic they're twenty first in DVOA they might just flat out be bad without I mean the defense and their special teams are are, are trash so the return of of Deshaun Watson is not going to make those two things better. So maybe the Browns just aren't as good as we thought they were going to be, but here we are, Baltimore laying six and a half. I'm just having trouble right now trusting the Ravens with a high number like that. Craig, what do you think? I feel the exact same way. Like the Ravens, by like any stretch, should win this game. They should be okay. But all the weird stuff keeps happening to Baltimore. Like they shouldn't be three and three. They should no. be five and one. Yeah, there's a world it's, where they're six uh, and zero. Oh. We're just not living in that world. Yeah. No, we're living in the world where things have gone wrong for them. And and like to be clear, it's not like oh bad bounce of the ball or whatever. A lot of the, a lot of this is stuff of their own making. To be clear, but even look at the Cincinnati game; they could have easily lost that one. Like it's just they, they could be two and four right now. You know, like it's it's just been a weird year where they're playing close games that probably shouldn't be close. Uh, yeah, I, I I I'm staying away from this game. I think Baltimore is the is the right choice, but I don't trust them. Yeah, Billy, what do you say on this one? Baltimore laying the six and a half. Yeah, it does seem pretty high, but I just I, I can't trust Cleveland, so I feel like I'm forced to trust Baltimore with this many points. So I'm, I'm taking Baltimore here. I think they're a significantly better team. I just don't know if they've earned 6.5, but Baltimore anyway. All right. It's a reluctant Baltimore, but it's not going to be one of our five for sure. Uh, what is the marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock slate? Man, it is slim pegs. It's not a great slate. No. I think you could put together pretty good argument for Jags Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds Lions, Lions, Lions. Cow- Lions Cowboys is intriguing because of the reasons we 
mentioned that it could create a bunch of like nuclear narratives. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what. So, so it, like it's not a, it's not an abysmal. It's just not great matchups. It's just if if a couple of the underdogs uh, win, we could have some some fun fun stuff to talk about on on Monday. Is what happens. So I'm not really giving out a marquee matchup in the front. Maybe Falcons Bengals. I mean they're two evenly matched teams in DVOA, thir- twelve and thirteen. So I think that's it. Even though it's a high line, it's probably Falcons Bengals. Uh, next up, the New York Jets are heading to Denver to take on your Denver Broncos, Craig. Uh, Craig, would you care to guess what the look-ahead line for this game was? Uh, what, Broncos by seven and a half, eight? Yeah, that was precisely it. It is currently a pick'em. This is the first pick'em yeah. we've seen in a couple of years. It was Jets plus one and a half and two I saw in some places. And the Sharps came in. Sorry to say this, Craig. The Sharps came in on the Jets. Uh, I think that Vegas is uh, not properly rating this Jets team. This is another close one in DVOA. Denver 14, uh, Jets 15. So this is a pretty traditional, I guess this is a good pick on These are two mid-range teams going head-to-head here. Man, the Jets, that Sauce Gardner looks like he's ready to be a pro. He's, he he's like going to be a pro. He looks like a stud, an absolute stud. Broncos, man, they just keep this getting is gonna be, injuries. If you, like porn, if you like quarterback play, this is the game for you. Yeah, this is quarterback porn, the the, the football game for sure. Um, Jets and Zach Wilson head into Denver to take on your Broncos, and it's currently a flipping pick Can't believe it. Craig, how do you feel going into this one about your boys? Jets. Wow! <laughs> like, honestly, no like, just, just, just here's the thing. The, the like, So the Broncos have... You could argue they like they're second in defensive DVOA this season, right? You could yeah. argue they, if in a in a different world, they're first because they wouldn't have had to be on the field so goddamn much. They'd be, they'd be maybe a little bit better than Buffalo's defenses. Um, but yeah, that's um, that. Like the Jets are good. Like, and Bill Barlow wrote about this today. Could you not put together a competent case? Not like a certain case, but a competent case that, like. Who is better in the AFC than the Jets? Who do you know is better? Buffalo, Kansas City. Who else do we know for sure is better than the Jets in the AFC? Yeah, for sure. I, you I know? guess you're like, right. So I think the Jets look good. Uh, and, and here's the other thing with the Jets. And and look, I, I, I don't necessarily love the way Wilson's played. But sometimes you get those draft classes that kind of change everything about your trajectory of a franchise for a while. The Saints had that uh, that great one. The Vikings had that one sort of before they, 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 they blew up with that team that made the NFC title game. Like you get those, those, those elite draft classes. The Jets may have just gotten one because you look at Gardner, you look at Johnson, and then you, in the second round, oh, yeah, we're going to grab Brees Hall. Like it just, it just looks like a great draft class. So... Uh, the Jets are on a, a good path. Obviously, the question mark is Wilson, but I, I like the Jets, and I, I don't think Denver's going to win this week. Wilson's banged up, Russell Wilson. Uh, Wilson is banged up, which is a, tr- uh, a problem. And the other pretty significant problem is they're banged up all over the field. Yeah. Like, you lose, Will- you lose Javante Williams. You lose Garrett Bowles. You're losing other guys from the offensive line. You're losing guys all over the defense. Like it's just it's it's tough it's tough out there right now so yeah I'm uh, I'm just thinking this looks like a Jets win to me yeah I think I'm with you I think I'm on the Jets I, I bet on them a little bit when they were plus two I don't have them as one of my five right now but I can I can see myself 
doing that Sunday morning again. <laughs> doing that Sunday morning thing with the Jets. I, I don't know. It's it's a close one. Um, Billy, what say you? We're both on the Jets, it looks like. Yeah, I'm on the Jets as well here. The Jets have proven themselves to be a good team. And, and whether or not it was fraudulent, I guess we'll find out. But they've looked fantastic. Denver has been mediocre on a good day. So I, I don't see any reason that this spread is the way it is. So I think you're getting three points with the Jets, and I'm taking it. Next up, the Houston Texans head into Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are laying seven coming off of a bye week, but I think the Texans are also coming off a of bye week, aren't they? I don't remember them playing last week. Am I, or am I just not? Yeah, I try not to watch them either way. Fair. Uh, um, Texans are also on a bye week. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so hey, there's the no. The Damian Pierce five over here, that's me. So. Yeah, fair. Uh, this was the easiest pick for one of my five of the week. The Raiders are laying seven. Um, the Raiders, uh, th- this is a pros Joe's game, the biggest one of the week, biggest one we might have had of the season. All of the tickets are on the Raiders, which means the public's on the Raiders. All of the money is on the Texans, which means the smart sharps are on the uh, are on the Texans. The Raiders are allergic to uh, big leads. Uh, they find ways to blow games. This Houston Texans team... Not as bad as you think, although they're they're 28th in DVOA, but Las Vegas is 24th. So nothing about what Las Vegas has done suggests that they should be laying seven points against anybody. Uh, this will easily be one of my five. Uh, give me the Houston Texans plus the seven. What do you think, Billy? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, not not at the confidence level you are. I, I, I think I want the points here. I don't think either of these – teams is good enough to lay seven with so i'm going to take the points uh and hope for the best here but that's really all i got on this one all right uh billy not as confident as me but he wants texas uh or wants the texans craig what say you texans one of my five too this this did not take me long to think about i don't just i don't understand why this is a touchdown yeah i, I think know. i think both teams are going to wind up moving the ball here um winds up being decently close and i think that the i think that you're going to want the points Pro's Joe's game too. I could say I'm, I'm going to have some money on the Texans on the money line too, for sure. Uh, next game, the Seattle Seahawks head into Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Chargers on a short week, uh, plus an extra little bit of like basically played five quarters uh, the other day after they uh, they upset. Well, I guess it wasn't an upset because they were favored after they. But no, after they, they walked, Denver yeah. actually covered the spread. That's true. That Denver led to one of Bills. Spread. Yeah, that led to one of Billy's uh, five and zero week there. Uh, Seattle is the team that I want here. They're a fringe five for me. Um, Chargers are on a short week. I just like what the Seahawks are doing. And uh, this just seems like a classic. Uh, like like the, the, the Seahawks, I think, are a good team. I, I think they're, they're, they're straight up a good team the way they're playing right now. They're, they're ninth in DVOA. Uh, the, this, this is, I mean, DVOA-wise, this is the second biggest matchup of the week, the Seahawks and the Chargers. It's it's these are two very very good teams, and uh, the Seahawks have the surprise, and I don't think that Vegas, I, I don't think the market's caught up to just how good this this Seahawks team is, uh, because I think people are still looking at hey that, there's Geno Smith at the helm, so I think people are reluctant to just kind of give the Seahawks their due. So I'm I'm on the Seahawks plus five and a half. Billy, what say you? Yeah, I'm the same as you. I, I think the Seahawks and, and Smith. <clears throat> pretty darn well all things considered um i think they've 
they've been able to move the ball, and I think they're going to be able to move the ball against the the Chargers. I I'm not a huge fan of the Chargers. I think the Chargers' offense has struggled quite a bit, and I think the Seahawks' defense might be sneaky enough to slow them down. So. I, I think Herbert's had some rough games, and I think he might have another one here. I'm going with the Seahawks um, and, and taking some free points, I think. Yeah, the offense has – like, they're still good. Herbert's still good. They're just not crisp right now. They're not crisp, and and, and Herbert's not making those, like, into a bucket – you know, f- like 40 yards down the field into a bucket passes. Yeah. I'm contributing that to the fact that I'm pretty sure he's still playing with busted ribs. Uh, so I'm not going to hold it against Herbert at all. Um, another thing Seven. to think about – yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing to think about in this one is that uh, it's in L.A., so there's going to be more Seahawks fans in the building. So this will be uh, likely be a, a home game for the Seattle Seahawks fans-wise. Uh, Craig, what say you? We're both on the Seahawks. Seahawks are one of my five. I, All I, right. As soon as I saw this line, I love Seattle. Love Seattle. Right. Um, All right. I, it might be better. Like, why am I giving up? Why am I getting five points in this game? This should be like two and a half. Yeah, I think you're right. Last game of the 4 o'clock slate, and it's a doozy. The Kansas City Chiefs head into San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Uh, 49ers are getting three points at home. They are a home underdog, and gentlemen, you know I can't pass up a home underdog. This is another one of my five. I'm taking San Francisco plus the three. Uh, San Francisco is actually rated higher in DVOA between these two teams. They're fifth, and Kansas City is seventh. This is a spot where this is a spot where Kyle Shanahan has come through in the past, and I think he will. I know it's a little scary when you've got Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and you're staring down Patrick Mahomes, but uh, this is the type of gut check thing you've got to do if you're going to win money in the uh, betting on the betting on the National Football League. Uh, this is going to be one of my five. The San Francisco 49ers getting three at home. It's a good team at home getting points. What am I missing, Craig? Uh, you're missing that the 49ers secondary is really banged up. Fair. Really banged up. That's a fair point. And so, you know, Jimmy Ward um, didn't participate in practice. Uh, you've got a situation where they're missing guys in the front seven. Now, Nick Bose is going to be back, which is good from a pass rush perspective. Obviously, he's been he's been phenomenal this year. But I, I would be worried about, you know, the lack of, um, well, Mosley isn't going to play. Like, there's there's just some dudes that they need in their back end of their defense that aren't going to be around. And it makes you worried, like, okay, is someone just going to, like, let, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin go for a 70-yard touchdown? Like, or, or, you know, just if, if you don't have the guys that are on point coverage-wise, Patrick Mahomes is going to figure out who the problem guy is and take advantage. Fair enough. I mean, you're making some great points there. I'm still, I still think this is a classic. Like Kyle Shanahan just somehow are out, like just grinds out a, a close, crappy game with a lot of. Uh, yeah, because tri- what 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 potentially could have here is you know they run the ball a ton, keep their defense off the field, have big long drives, Mahomes yep. standing on the sideline. Like that is definitely one of the outcomes of this game for sure. I'm just worried about the the health or lack thereof of the 49ers secondary. Fair. That's a fair point. Uh, are you taking the Chiefs in this one, Craig? I I think so, but I, I don't love it. Okay. All right. So I'm on the Niners. Craig's on the Chiefs. Billy, tiebreaker. Yeah, I got to go Chiefs here. Um, 
I, I think the the night the Chiefs are coming off a real tough game. Niners are going to seem easy compared to Buffalo. Um, and I think the Chiefs are just a significantly better team. I mean, three point bump at home is is probably pretty standard, but I feel like the the Chiefs are straight up better than San Francisco. It should be a little bit more than this. So well, the I'll, Chiefs are giving three. The Chiefs are giving three in San Francisco. To be clear. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Uh, but I so this is probably six. This is probably yeah, somewhere so, around six. Arrowhead. Yeah. Um, but I just think that the Chiefs are quite a bit better than San Francisco and, and certainly not three points better. Let's put it that way. So I would say take Kansas City all day. All right. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Sunday Nighter. Well, obviously the Chiefs Niners is the uh, <laughs> the marquee matchup with 4 o'clock slate. 4 o'clock slate is actually excellent. I, like the Jets Broncos, I'm intrigued by, even though it, it might not be. Great. And I'm going to have probably the most money of the week I'm going to have on Texans Raiders. And the other two games are just flat out good. So it's a good four o'clock slate this week. Sunday nighter, Pittsburgh Steelers. Bleh, heading to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, Trubisky. <laughs> Skyler. Although it looks like uh, two is going to be back for this one. So Dolphins are like seven. I think this opened up at Steelers minus eight. And I think some sharp money came in. Or maybe I'm thinking about a different game. But either way. The Dolphins are currently laying seven. Not sure what to do with this game because I don't know. Like it, it looks like two is going to play, but how how crisp is he going to be in this game? If he takes another hit to the head, my God in heaven! Especially on a on a, uh, I can't believe the NFL is not stepping in and being like, yeah, you're waiting another week to play two, and you're not putting him out there in another effing prime time game. <laughs> like, oh man. Uh, if he takes a for, bad hit, like. It, Sunday Night Football is the highest rated show in North America. In, yeah, it is the it, most watched weekly occurrence of television in yeah. North America. If he takes another bad hit, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins are just flat out better. but And, and the Steelers, I think you got to lay the seven with the Dolphins here. Because, like, the Steelers had their big game last week. They they upset the, uh, the Bucks at home. They played really, really well. Uh, I just don't think they. I don't think they can keep that up two weeks in a row with Trubisky. And if the and if Tua makes them through the whole game, I just expect them to be flying all over. And the Steelers are probably going to miss him. Uh, like it doesn't seem like Fitzpatrick and uh, you know TJ Watts are going to be back for this game, and it looks like Fitzpatrick's going to be out too. So now all, all things I thought would have clipped them against the Bucks last week, but that did not come to fruition. Uh, but I think they left it all out in the field last week against against the Bucks. So uh, I'm thinking of laying the seven with the Dolphins. And you know I don't say lay a touchdown that often, but uh, it's not going to be one of the five, but Dolphins is probably the side I want. What say you, Craig? Uh, yeah, I want the Dolphins too. Uh, I, I just like Pittsburgh had a big week last week, but I just don't know if it continues to to go that way for them. Like that, they played over their heads, I would say, and they got a little bit lucky too. Uh, I, I I like Miami in this game. I, I just they're 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 a better team. The, the Steelers, like we're again, I know that they just beat Tom Brady in a football game, but you know times have changed. Uh, the Steelers are not you know your older brother Steelers anymore. Uh, this is a team that's not particularly good. Uh, I, and I think Miami is pretty decent. Now, they've, they've got some guys that uh, that weren't practicing this week, but they're like, you know, Emmanuel Ogba, obviously, would be a big loss. But, you know, most of their team looks like they're, uh, they're going to be good to go for the game. So I, I think that I'm going to take the Dolphins here. Uh, we're both on the Dolphins. Billy, what say you? 
I'll make it all three of us. Uh, I'm on the Dolphins as well. I, I think they're getting their weapons back, and I think that Miami was going to be a fantastic team. I think they still are, and uh, I think they'll get everybody back going in full force. And if you're ever going to find a bit of rhythm, it's against a bad Pittsburgh team. So I'm taking Miami here. Jalen Waddle has the best touchdown celebration going right now, does he not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I, we all agree on that. Unless, Billy, are you thinking gritty for uh, Justin Jefferson? <laughs> I do love me some Justin Jefferson, but no, I, I think Waddle is, has been fun to watch for sure. Unfortunately, the gritty has been co-opted and ruined by most people. <laughs> like, we're at that point where the gritty is kind of, uh, it might be time to retire the gritty. Uh, I mean, when Mitch Marner's doing it before a pregame in the in a, in a Leafs thing, you know, it's it's probably time to hang up that touchdown celebration. Once, once hockey players and golfers have got a hold of it, it's, it's time to move on from that one. Uh, yeah, so we're all on the Dolphins. Last game, Monday Nighter. Holy fuck, boys. <laughs> what a terrible game. Uh, the Chicago Bears head to New England. What did Buck and Troy do to get all these shit Monday night games? Uh, Bears Patriots. ESPN gave these guys $100 million for this. Yeah, <laughs> which is why they couldn't afford any good games, apparently, because Christ. <laughs> well, you know, there was a conspiracy theory, like, years ago that – the league was pissed off about something, some story that Seth Wickersham did about how everyone yeah. hates Roger Goodell or I, I, this, I, yeah. I forget which story it was. So the, the, the conspiracy theory is, Oh yeah, no, we're just going to, we're going to fuck these guys Monday night football for the rest of the contract. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's, it's proving fruitful. <laughs> that conspiracy well, I'll, is I'll like... Say, like, you know, you haven't seen the league do anything to disqualify that. Conspiracy <laughs> That's that true. Way. Yeah, no, no, with this setup. Uh, so, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears are heading uh, in New England to take on Bailey Zappy Days and the New England Patriots. Uh, the New England Patriots are laying eight. Holy fuck! Uh, you gotta take the ba- you gotta sorry you gotta take the Bears. I mean, it's not great. It's not for the faint of heart. You gotta hold your nose. I know. I know. Bill Belichick just shut down. Just put up a goose egg against a high-powered uh, Detroit offense two weeks ago. And I know that they just hung 38 on Cleveland in Cleveland the other uh, the other week. And I know that Patriots fans are, are ready to kick Mac Jones to the curb. And they're talking about, oh, you know, Bailey Zappi, he's, uh, he, he's Tom Brady 2.0. All of a sudden, a guy gets hurt, and he comes in, and here comes the 20-year career and, and seven Super Bowls. God, you got to love delusional Patriots fans. Uh, that said, it's it's... It's Bailey Zappi laying eight in his third game. Can't do it. You gotta hold your nose and take the Bears, even though it's 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 bad. It's gonna be Justin Fields and his non-passing arm versus Bill Belichick. But you gotta do what you gotta do, and you gotta hold your nose and take the Bears in this one. What say you, Craig? Uh Bears. <laughs> yeah, this one is so far from one of my five, though. Yeah, like I I I, I sat and stared at New England for a while. And look, they're going to win this game. Uh, and and here's the thing: if, if, if like Fields is going to like you know they're going to have an opening drive, Stevenson's going to get a touchdown, then the Patriots are going to get a pick six, and I'm going to feel stupid for saying it, but give me the Bears. Yeah. All right, we're both on the Bears, holding our noses. Billy, what about you? Yeah, I don't look at it as taking the Bears. I look at it as taking the points. It's it's yeah. too many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's too many for New England. They're they're not earning that. I'm, I'm taking the Bears, and I'm thinking you get yourself a close game at the end of this one, and you're not sweating it at all because the line's too high. 
Yeah, I completely agree. All right, so all that's left to do is give you our fatal five picks for Week 7. Billy, since you went 5-0, and oh, I think it's only appropriate that you kick us off on Week 7. I will do just that. I am going to take the Bengals. I will take your Detroit Lions. I will take the Giants. I will take the Jets. I'm taking both the New York teams. And I will take the Miami both, Dolphins. Both the New York New York teams that play in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. All right, and the Miami Dolphins, you said, was your fifth one there? That's correct. All right, Craig, week seven, who you got? All right, well, let's go with the Seahawks. Let's go with the uh, Houston Texans, for sure. Miami Dolphins. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Jags. Ooh, fading Billy. And the last one. I never do this. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Oh man. <laughs> That's that's how that's how disillusioned I am. Fair, but I just—it's not a bad. The sharps are on the Jets, man. I can't—I can't blame you. And here's the thing: I hate it when people shame you for betting against your team. Now, I could—I—I I, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different with you, Craig, because I know times are looking a little bleak right now. But it, in the past, the Broncos have brought you a tremendous amount of joy. Where my Detroit Lions have done no such fucking thing, right? Like so, I have I have no qualms about making a making a couple bucks off betting against my Lions. But you got to do what you got to do, right? Uh, oh, excuse me. Let's see, man. I just know I'm gonna change these. I know I'm gonna change some of these Sunday morning, but uh, it is what it is. Here, here's what I got right now is my fatal five. Um, I'll give you my three. I don't think these three are gonna change. Houston plus the seven. San Francisco plus the three, Washington plus the five and a half. Here are the two I got right now, but their card's subject to change. Give me Seattle plus the five and a half, and I think I'm on Atlanta right now, so I'm fading Billy with the uh, who I should not do because Billy's hot right now. But I'm, I'm fading so. Billy with the with the Atlanta plus uh, six and a half. But like I said, I might get off Atlanta Sunday morning. So Falcons, Seahawks, Commanders, Texans, Niners for uh matt pierce uh that is it for week seven crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com facebook.com slash crossover podcast and itunes please rate and subscribe five stars only we're also on google play spotify and stitcher and pretty much any podcatcher you happen to be listening to so please uh give us a review on any of those and as always you do not have to listen but please download the crossover podcast that is going to be it for this week uh we'll be back next week to talk break down week seven and talk week eight with bill and craig i don't know if i will Man, Black Adam is coming out this week, and I was going to go see it, but Christ, the reviews are terrible. So I'm just like, do I really want to head out oh, to the theaters? Oh, is it supposed and... to be bad? I haven't it's... looked at any of the reviews. It's supposed to be bad? Not, I, I guess bad is a strong, is is not a, is is kind of strong, but from what I've been reading, it's just, the, it's just yet another, it's just the same old shit for the DC movies, where it's like, it's all sizzle and no steak, you know? Like, it's like, yeah, The Rock's good, but they try to jam too much into one movie, and it's a bit too bleak and anti-hero-y, and I'm just like, all right. I mean, I'll eventually see it, but I'm not sure if I want to journey to the theaters. Maybe I'll get bored over the weekend and, and go do it, uh, go go see it, but we'll see. 
We'll see. We've also got Love is Blind out, Craig, so we're going to have to, once, once uh, all of those are done, we're going to have to get you and Jess on to, to come come on and, and talk Love is Blind, because I've been I've been loving the first couple episodes so far, so we'll, we'll keep watching those, though. Uh, but as always, Craig, Bill, great time doing this with you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, uh, and uh, good luck on all your bets this week. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.